0: I recently read a book, Loving Life, and with me now is the author of this book, Craig Biddle. Craig, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, welcome.
0: Oh, it's wonderful to have you here. Craig, you know, Loving Life, I think of the title of that book, and imagine that I'm a housewife, and I'm sitting home, and I'm trying to enjoy my life, and I putter around in the garden and do a few things, but i got to tell you. I am depressed, I'm bored, and you've written this book, Loving Life. What are one or two ways in which I could benefit from your book?
1: Probably the most important way you could benefit is by understanding the theme of the book, which is that the moral purpose of your life is the achievement of your happiness. And that is very liberating knowledge to understand why that is true. Because what it means is that what you should be doing at any given time in life is uh, improving your life, pursuing your values, uh, making your life wonderful and worth living so it would it would free somebody who was caught up in the idea that what one should be doing is uh, you know sacrificing one value one's values uh, and giving up one's goals rather than pursuing them.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't think you understand it. I mean, I'm a housewife. I do housewifely things, and I just, I, you know, I try to enjoy them. You're telling me to enjoy it. You're telling me to achieve my happiness, but I I don't know how. Well, I thought this is what's supposed to make me happy. I always dreamed of being a housewife, but I'll tell you, it's dull and boring. Uh,
1: from that perspective, uh, what the book will do is uh, make clear that the requirements of happiness are uh, two things in in the context of your question, and that is purposes. Uh, You've got to have uh, life-serving goals that you plan and pursue, and you've got to have principles uh, by which to to pursue them. Um, So what the book will do uh, for someone in that position is, Explain and demonstrate that uh, life does not consist of just pursuing any old goals that you happen to have chosen uh, in the past or that you happen to have sitting before you, but analyzing your goals and analyzing the things that you choose to do in life and determining on an ongoing basis whether uh, this is what's really going to, pers- you know. Uh, lead to genuine happiness in your life.
0: You know, but that sounds so boring. I mean, if I have to sit and analyze goals, it just sounds dull. And I don't get what you mean by principles.
1: Well, let's concretize it a little bit. If you find yourself gardening, and this is something you've been doing on an ongoing basis, and you're bored by doing it... If I
0: see another marigold, I'm going to eat it.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, in life at any given time, we're doing one thing and not all the other things that we could be doing. Life is limited in that way. Uh, so the question is if you're bored gardening, why on earth are you continuing to do this? Uh, and what my book would suggest uh, is that you take account of your other alternatives in life. Um, you need to introspect, uh, and you need to extrospect. You need to look inside at the things that are important. So to
0: what would, what questions should I ask myself?
1: You should ask yourself, what, if I could be doing anything other than gardening, what would I like to be doing right now?
0: I would love to be a dancer.
1: There you go. Now, t- take a concrete goal like that.
0: But my husband doesn't dance. How well, am I going to do this?
1: That's that's uh, that's your husband's choice, and you uh, ought not be dictated by your husband's choices. Uh, if you want to dance, uh, you can ask your husband if he'd like to go uh, pursue this with you, but if he doesn't want to do that, and that's something that really means a lot to you in life, I suggest setting some time aside to go investigate. Um, if you are talking about you know, ballroom dancing. Go check out, you know, look in the yellow pages, check out the local organizations that provide that. If you're talking about ballet dancing or salsa or whatever. Uh,
0: tap dancing. Or
1: tap dancing or whatever, uh, you know, whatever suits your uh, fancy there. uh, The thing to do is investigate. Uh, You can't act on something if you don't know the first thing about it. So you need to look into it, and uh, it may well be. In fact, I I like ballroom dancing myself, my wife and I a lot of time doing that, and I can tell you from first-hand knowledge, uh, there are a number of people who get into ballroom dancing uh, when their spouse or their partner is not interested in getting into it, and down the line, the spouse or partner uh, gets turned on by the idea when he sees uh, what kind of fun it is and how interesting it is and winds up getting into it. So. Um, so you're
0: saying I could entice my husband into this, possibly?
1: Quite possible. Okay. And if that doesn't happen, that doesn't change the value. You know, it doesn't change the fact that it's a value to you and you ought to pursue it anyhow. Okay,
0: so let me back up a little bit or just take an overview of this, Craig. You've written this book, Loving Life, and the goal of it, you're saying, is to help a person really identify what each individual loves in his life. If it's the housewife and she loves ballroom dancing, why not pursue it? Why let her life drift by another day, another month, another year, without having that pleasure in her life or at least giving herself a shot of seeing if she really enjoys?
1: Exactly.
0: So it's identifying her goals, and my guess is that there'll be more than ballroom dancing, because once you give yourself permission to say, what do I love in life, many times people have never asked themselves that question. Go ahead.
1: Yes. Uh, I think very few people permit themselves to get so personal with the, the way that they plan their life as to say, Everything else aside, not concerning myself with other people, not concerning myself with what, you know, the minister or the teacher tells me, what do I want? Uh, And that kind of questioning is very important because uh, you live once and uh, every day that passes, every moment that passes is irretrievable. So the question is, are you going to find out what you want and go after it, or are you going to let life pass you by?
0: Okay, and I'm talking with Craig Biddle, who's written a book, Loving Life. And the goal of this book is to help you break off the shackles, the the traps, the suffocating cocoon that you've put yourself in, and to say, what do I love in life? It's not that you mean to hurt anybody else. It's that you mean to pursue your own goals for your own pleasure. And when you do that, do you end up being at war with other people, or do you end up not being at war? What, What would you say to that, Craig?
1: Well, you certainly wouldn't be at war with anybody else who had the same uh, philosophy. Um, you know, if you're pursuing your values and I'm pursuing my values, as you and I do in life, uh, we have no conflicts with each other. Um Uh, Just like I have no conflicts with the grocer down the street, Uh, he is pursuing his uh, values by running his business, and uh, I can go in there and buy groceries uh, because he makes them available. And he can read my books because I make them available. Mm. So, you know, there's a trade principle
0: going on. We're almost out of time. Can you tell us in, in 30 seconds how to get your book?
1: Uh, You can buy it uh, at practically any bookstore, or you can order it from any local bookstore, or you can uh, uh, go to glenallenpress.com, which is the publisher and there are links there for ordering it.
0: Okay, and the book, again, is Loving Life by Craig Biddle. And it's the type of book you would want to get yourself if you're just feeling down in the dumps and you don't know what mistakes you've made in your life, what errors you've made, and what's within your control, what's not within your control, and how to put your life back together. And as you say in one chapter, to live purposefully, to really enjoy your life, to milk it for all it's worth, so you don't get at the end of your life and have that very sad situation of saying, "Oh my God, I missed out on my own life," and thank you so much for being on the show, Craig. This is Dr. Alan Kenner with the Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I can't wait to be with you again next week. Uh, my number is always toll free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. Think of your questions, write them down, give me a call.
1: Here's an excerpt from *The Selfish Path to Romance* by Doctors Kenner and Locke.
0: If you must criticize, avoid understating or overstating. Consider Marcy saying to her husband, Doug, The past three days you told me you'd be home for dinner at 6, and I planned for dinner at that time. When you came home at 7.30 again, I felt angry. I wish you had called me. I waited around when I could have gone to the gym. Doug might then say, I'm very sorry I didn't call. I really welcome your meals after my hectic days. I'll make sure from now on to notify you as soon as I know my schedule has changed. Had Marcy told Doug that he was always late, he would have immediately recalled times he came home on time or early and he would have dismissed her complaint. He then might have attacked her with times she was late. They would have failed to communicate effectively.
1: Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com.